Hello, 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 and welcome to Snacks on Snacks, a podcast where we talk about the food in our lives and everything else that makes us human. I'm Anna, and I'm joined today with Zoe, the founder of Happy Goods Unlimited. Hi, Zoe. Hello, Anna. It's so nice to be with you. Nice to be with you, too. We met in early June at the Melrose Trading Post. Is that in West Hollywood? It is. It's uh, Fair- at Fairfax High School. So yeah, Fairfax Hollywood. High School. God, that high school is so cool. Being in the Midwest, we don't have any access to high schools that have outdoor seating like that or any outdoor common space because we've got the winter. <laughs> oh, yeah. That I'm not familiar with. I've seen snow once and actually had to travel to it. I was determined. I'm like, I'm an adult. I've never seen snow before. And I want to build a snowman. Yeah, it, it was actually amazing. <laughs> I thought my fingers were going to have to be amputated. I w- was not aware of how cold snow really was. Well, yeah, uh, it's ice. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, I learned. <laughs> I learned. Um, Yeah, Yeah, I'm assuming you don't have gloves in Southern California. Well, I actually came with gloves, but they were not the gloves that you're supposed to use in snow. I did not know that. You got like those cute little ones that are $5 at CVS. Yeah, they were really really nice and cute. They had little frills on them. No, those those don't work. They They don't work. They don't. (laughs) Well, speaking of, are you from Southern California? Is that where you grew up? So yeah, I was born and raised in SoCal. Um, my parents originally from Guyana, so that's in South mm-hmm. America, uh, mm-hmm. which also there's no snow there. Um, so shocker. We're, yeah, we're just used to a lot of sun. And, <laughs> yeah, just sun, sun. Well, I had no idea that your family was from South America. You must have some awesome stories about food from growing up, and like. Maybe a little bit of a shock when people came over and were like, what is this? What are you? (laughs) I do. I'll say that it was interesting growing up um, for two reasons. One, we don't eat a lot of sweets. So that's actually primarily why um, with the jewelry line, because, you know, like the playful hoops, you saw those, like the really fun ones. The playful earrings, I focus a lot on like candy and donuts and lollipops. And I think it's because... I did not have that growing up. That was just not something. (laughs) Halloween was like such a big deal in our house because we could get candy. Like we were like, how much candy can we get? (laughs) This is going to be amazing. And because we weren't used to eating candy, you get the whole bag of candy and we would eat one piece of candy a day. And so our Halloween candy would last us like three months because yeah because yeah, it was like wow this is so sweet you know those little tiny like mini the mini candies the ones that you just put in your mouth and it's gone i yeah. eat like four or five bites of that and be like wow this is nice just taking my <laughs> what time. an amazing experience <laughs> so yeah so that that was that was one thing i came to realize was not the norm for uh growing up as a kid like you definitely, I think, had more access to sweets than I did. Um, <laughs> but we did have, like, so, like, we'd have, like, sponge cakes. That was a big thing oh, that um, we grew up with. So we'd have, like, cakes and, like, pies and stuff like that. But it wasn't candy. It wasn't, yeah. like, a donut with, like, 
that glaze, you know, oh my gosh. Yeah. This actually made me think of, uh, we had a foreign exchange student in our tiny ass small town from Kenya. And he talked about how it was really weird that we mixed sweetness with our meats. So like, uh, you know, sweet and sour chicken isn't actually Chinese. Like it's, it's an Americanized Chinese thing or uh, barbecue sauce specifically is what he was talking about. Is that something that you have experience with? Like, do you guys not really sweeten your savory stuff like that? um, Not necessarily. Uh, We don't, we don't really sweeten savory things. I will say that Mm -hmm. what's interesting is so in Guyana, we have seven different nationalities in terms of, so I grew up, so this is okay. I'm going to say like what we would have for a week and this will, this will explain it. So like on Monday, we would have chow mein. And then on Tuesday, we would have like goat curry with like roti, which I learned later growing up that I was not eating roti. I was eating naan, but somehow (laughs) in the translation growing up, we called it roti. And then being an adult going into a restaurant and asking for roti, and not receiving, I just thought they were strange. Like, you guys don't know how to cook roti. <laughs> but there then, was a translation error down yes, there. Yes, there was. There was a translation error. <laughs> and I went out with a friend, and he got non. And I was like, this is this is the roti that I know. And he's like, honey, this, this is not roti. Um, but yeah, so that would be Tuesday. Tuesday would be like curry and roti, which is actually non. Yeah. And um. Wednesday would be shepherd's pie because Guyana was colonized by the British. So I grew up with like having a lot of British food. And then Thursday would be like sardines because there's a lot of Portuguese in Guyana. My grandmother was part Portuguese. So I'm used to like having sardines with onions and tomatoes. And then, yeah. So then Friday would be like some kind of when we came here, she started cooking a lot of Mexican food. So (gasps) definitely had, we have like enchiladas, burritos, tacos, whatever. And then Saturday would be barbecue. And then like Sunday would be lasagna. I'm getting goosebumps. (laughs) Really? (laughs) I'm getting goosebumps. That sounds so amazing. Like you had so much in a in a South American country, you had so much access to so many different kinds of food. And I, it's a weird side effect of colonization, but it's, it's definitely like, it's, it's weird to wrap your mind around it. Like that one can benefit in that way from something. Mm. So mm, historically not great. It's true. There's You can get positives out of even some of the worst experiences. We know that about life. We're old enough to have had some, like, (laughs) really. I mean, we could just talk about the pandemic. We could go on and on about that. That was not okay. And also, like, a couple beautiful morsels came out of it. Would we prefer to have not gone through it? Yes. But those little things that we got out of it, especially when I've talked to people, they're like, I actually really appreciate that I have this now, like this in my life or this kind of skill set or this kind of mentality, this kind of habit forming. Uh So yes, definitely the food thing, especially because I'm a foodie. So I'm very grateful. I'm very grateful for having grown up with that. Um, And then it allows me to like try different things because I've had like what I do love about being in LA is the access to different types of food. So within maybe a two mile radius from me, I have my favorite Himalayan place, my favorite oh. Burmese place, um, my favorite Thai place. You know, it's just nice. Yeah. Like 
I mean, I, you get to say, what do I want today? Now I do cook a lot because like I know how, so I don't actually eat all of it. <laughs> like, <laughs> as much as I could. But you know, if I wanted to, I could have you could. every day. And you could different. have um, inspiration from the places around you too, to make at home, which is a huge benefit from living in a big city. Even if you do eat at home, you just have that inspiration from so many different cultures, which you're used to from where you grew up, which is yeah. really cool. How long have you been in the States? Or um, were you well, born in the States? Yeah, I was. So okay. I've been here my entire life. Yeah. Okay. Nice. How old are you? I actually don't know. Oh, I'm 31. 31. Okay. 29. We're like in the same, we same are. little bubble. Yeah. We're those uh, millennial bitches. <laughs> well, I mean, I was born in the 1900s. So yeah, definitely that. I remember the first time I heard that, I was so confused. And then I realized what they meant. I was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's me. We, f- we formulated our thoughts at the turn of the millennia. Like we mm-hmm. formulated our ideas, our ideals, mm-hmm. and all that stuff in the early 2000s. Um, so it's just you and your parents. Do you have any brothers or sisters? I do. I have a little sister who's up north um, and then a little brother who's down here as well. Okay, yeah. so you're the oldest. I am. Yep. Nice. Yeah, that that extra responsibility there, I really, I really, I really took it on. But um, I can, is, I can see you being an oldest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, a I, little I, bit of I, that leader mentality. I would say I, I do big sister. <laughs> I do that really well. I'll actually <laughs> sometimes when people are shopping, um, and they tell me something, I'm like, wait a second, now let's talk about this. <laughs> You're not do that too. I'm like, you're not in college. What's going on here? And then, (laughs) you know, because you know, I'm concerned. I I want you to succeed in life. You because you don't have to go to college to succeed, but you do need to have a plan. And then I start hearing myself like, wait a second, let's take a step back. (laughs) But people usually lean into it. It's amazing how sometimes we're so in our head about like just speaking and talking to each other and you can literally say almost anything if it comes from like a good place with someone and they're down for it I mean we actually want connection and we appreciate when someone actually cares about us yeah I have found as a hairdresser I can do that I can really like (laughs) when it happens to me I'm like excuse me but if, (laughs) if if I'm able to read somebody and give them feedback in a genuine way it's received well mostly you know if you come at it from either feeling timid oh no i don't know how you're gonna take it somebody's gonna read up on that hesitation or something but if if you always come from it in a good way it's just it doesn't matter but and i i'd say the genuineness you definitely have and it's a smile too like you literally yeah looking at you is like christmas so oh (laughs) shut up it's (laughs) so sweet that's so so sweet that's why i mean it's not too difficult you could kind of say whatever you wanted and someone's like okay (laughs) (laughs) hey um you smell like shit can i give you some (laughs) (laughs) they'd be like you know what I actually didn't shower this morning. I'm so glad you brought it up. And thank you for providing me with something to help with that. Like, you're the one of the most kindest people I've met, Anna. I really appreciate you. Like, that's the kind of reaction you get, yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much. I remember 
you have a card. It's not even like a regular business card. It's like a small little book shaped card. What is that? Three and a half inches by five? Wow, exactly. Are oh, you, yeah. You're not I'm a just hairdresser. a hairdresser. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you're not just a hairdresser. There's some other background here because that was pretty on point. I'm pretty visually, uh, they call it visually good. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'll take that. Visually good. I'll take it. You're like, damn. Um, it's glossy. It's it double-sided. Mm -hmm. And on the first side, it says the world's piggy bank. This is how to make a happier world. Step one. It doesn't say step one. I'm doing this for the visual <laughs> or the auditory listeners, which is everybody. Everybody's an auditory everybody, listener. Yes. <laughs> Even us. We are all Even so us. Yes. <laughs> Every time you smile, you deposit a penny into the world's piggy bank. Every time you hug someone, you deposit a nickel. Every time you fulfill an act of kindness, you deposit a dime. Every time you listen to someone and then respond with understanding or compassion, you deposit a quarter. Every time you love, you deposit a dollar. Our world needs a piggy bank brimming with deposits. Your greatest superpower is the ability to listen, show kindness, express love, and smile, even if the smile is just for you because your happiness matters too. Keep doing things that make the world a happier, better place. Your actions make a difference. We can do this. Zoe, founder of Happy Goods Unlimited, handmade goods for happy people. That's adorable and Thank so you. lovely. I remember it reading this and I I got chills. I was like, can I give you a hug? And you're like, yeah. Yes. And like, I'm yes. not. I don't even hug people right now because still because of COVID. But I was like, again, that smile. I was like, I cannot not hug you. <laughs> like, I, I, I have to, especially when you said you don't even live in LA. Because I was like, we can't even get together any other no. time. This is it. This, this is, is it. it. Well, yeah. now we get together. That is true. That is true. Yeah. And we've got historical documents now, uh, if you consider this an historical document. Uh, a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> It is, and it's a great podcast, by the way. Oh, thank you. It's It makes me happy doing it. But a couple of things I wanted to go back to. One, you talked about sardines. Yes. Okay. I have had sardines before mm -hmm. in Italy. Oh, brag. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, they were fried sardines in this homemade batter. And they were so good. They were Sounds so good. really nice. Yeah. Yeah. And the typical American uh, is probably like, ugh, sardines? I know. Ugh. Oh, my gosh. Because everybody actually, thinks, yeah. yeah. I, I have a story about that, actually. It's, Please. It's, it goes right to the heart of my adoration for food, actually. So growing up, I think I was in, it was preschool. There we go. I was in preschool. And there was a visiting prince who was my age also. So he's not actually, he hasn't taken over. <laughs> he's visiting prince from Africa. Don't remember the exact country. Um, and he was my first crush. I just, yeah. oh, I, oh man. Very nice. Knew how to build the sandcastles the right way. Like all the good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> 
You're like, he's a prince and he's from the motherland? Please, thank you. (laughs) And he knew his ABCs already, which I learned my ABCs early. So I was like, hmm, he's also educated. Okay, then. And uh, yeah, I just adored him. And so I used to write like poetry. So my first poem for him was that I love you like a a sardine. I love you like a a sardine. And that was it. That was a poem. Just just two sentences. And I gave (gasps) it to him. And he said that sardines were disgusting. And the love affair was over. I <laughs> could not get over the fact that he had the audacity not to like sardines. They are too good. Something was wrong with him. Like, I don't know the tongue. <laughs> I don't know what was wrong. But I just, I just Instantly, it. once Instantly. that veil was removed, you're like, he's fucking disgusting. Literally, I had had enough. I was like, you know, I'm done. Go find someone else. That's what I was <laughs> yeah. So that yeah, sardines are a wonderful. Um, if you don't like them, it's probably because you haven't had them the way that they should be had, yes. or you haven't had like the right type because you can get them like in different types of sauces, different yes. oils. You can have them boneless, skinless. If you get like that one dollar can from Walmart. Oh, no. You're not it's, having sardines. You're not having sardines. That's no. It's, you're having no. protein that tastes like <laughs> sardines, sort of. There we go. That's and been that, sitting in metal. And exactly. <laughs> Exactly. There we go. Yeah. So that's the that's if you have that experience, I'm sorry. Just give it another go because they're like really good, and I'm they so are. glad you got to have them battered because that is unusual. Mm-hmm. I also remember in uh, uh, the Seattle area, there's an island off of Seattle, and I really don't remember what it's called. But uh, my my dad got married there with uh, my stepmother in actually February of 2020 right before everything wow yeah good. so I, i'm I, glad they got that in that's like a really lucky. nice thing yeah yeah um but it, i had battered sardines little little just like little, little poppers it, they're yeah. so good i love fish and that stuff doesn't bother me at all but uh <laughs> so okay a prince came to your elementary school yeah it was preschool yeah preschool yeah I, I, he was he was visiting, and I guess they wanted to put him into preschool. I don't remember his name right. Once I've had enough of someone, that's all the information. <laughs> my brain, my brain is just like you have so much you have to focus on. We can no longer sustain holding this information for you because it's it's no longer important. So I remember nothing else. I just remember the poem and the recognition <laughs> that something was wrong with him. Um, like, <laughs> I wish I remembered more, but that was it. I can't even remember his face anymore. Like that's literally, it's just a blur. It literally is. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh my it. But I love sardines, so there we go. At least that <laughs> that is still sustaining. Oh my gosh! I wanna, okay, I want to. I want to hear about more food from Italy, though. What else did you like in Italy? Oh my god! There were these. Uh, uh there was this okay so parmesan is hard to melt because it's just a little more dry and i feel like it has a higher boiling point because of that but 
There was this dish. I don't remember what it was. It might have been cacio e pepe. It might have been something else. But it was just, it was like buttered noodles mm. with melted Parmesan. Oh. To, like very, very finely diced tomato and a green herb like uh, basil or oregano yeah. in it. And it was all fresh and it was just, it was so good. Oh, that sounds It was amazing. so good. Um, I will never forget that meal. Um, on that same trip, we went to Greece and there was this long, long stretch of road that was blocked off to car traffic. And it was all these vendors, like food vendors. They had fish uh, and about a quarter of them or more were olive vendors. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing cuz you get to t- Oh, wow. I I hope you tried a lot of food. so many. So Thank many. God. I have I think I have a picture on my phone, so I'll have to post that on Instagram. But it was a we got like this bag of olives. And they weren't necessarily like the green olives that we see. I think they were a little fatter and a little <laughs> I almost was going to say a little more olive toned. <laughs> works yeah i'll understand what you mean honestly not as like green you know they were just a little more muted um they were so good they were so juicy and so i don't know how to say it but like i don't feel like olives are salty but there's the taste in there that tastes salty Mm. like i i don't know how a a plant could be salty but i could be wrong i don't know it was just so good and so just like I've never had such a juicy, juicy olive. Um, it was really, really good. Uh, I also remember we went to this one restaurant three times. It was La Vaca Umbriaca. It's called the the Drunken Cow. Love yeah. The name. yeah, the Drunken Cow in uh, what's in Rome, Italy, and. Uh, we just got some really, really good food, like really good sausage. Uh, they don't call it Italian sausage. They just call it sausage. <laughs> Makes sense. I have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> like when Ben was like, yeah, we don't actually just, we don't have buffalo wings. We just have wings. wings He's yeah. from Buffalo, New York. <laughs> yeah, we are the wing. We are the wing central. Yeah. It was just really good. It was really good. Yeah. So back to your business when did you start making jewelry or when did you start that venture so i started designing 15 years ago um, okay primarily graphic tees and um yeah primarily graphic tees and then we did a lot of uh, book publishing as well like for kids so like coloring books and um, little short stories and that was really fun uh, and then the jewelry business was eight years ago. And that's when I rebranded under Happy Goods Unlimited. When I started um, 15 years ago, we had like 12 different brands. And I just didn't know what to call like yeah. it. I was so confused. And I was also really young. So, you know, I gave myself some time. It was just like, we're just going to leave it alone. We're not going to try to come up with something. And then, you know, um, I started recognizing, well, what do I really value? What's important to me? Mm-hmm. And 
it's not necessarily that happiness is important because it's not really about being happy all the time. You can't be mm-hmm. happy all the time. I am not happy all the time. No, um, me neither. And yeah, it's just, there's no way. If you are, you are lying to yourself. <laughs> like, I actually yeah. don't trust the people that are always like, oh, I'm good. How are you? And I never see them have a bad day. It's like, someone's gonna blow up someday yeah you know what i mean it's yeah because you have to you go we go through things all the time little things big things and Mm -hmm. those do change how you are feeling in the moment yeah (laughs) yeah yeah if you're really dealing with it if you're really dealing with what's in front of you um so no i'm not happy all the time but what i will say is that my mm, sense of what's a good way of putting it I don't even have to think of a good way of putting it. This is a podcast. I can just talk. We'll talk it out together. So (laughs) you can be happy without being happy. And a good example would be that I remember I was going through a really difficult time with my mom's health. Like it was really bad. Um, And every day was literally a struggle. I would say every hour. (laughs) Yeah. It was like, it was a lot. And I remember being happy despite not being happy about the circumstance Mm -hmm. and that was what I wanted to hold on to and so what I recognize is there are people when they come to shop at our booth um that are going through like difficult days I could tell I mean you can tell (laughs) someone's kind of like you know what I didn't even want to be outside today but I decided like drag myself outside because I Mm -hmm. need to get out of my house and they see the products and they immediately smile. It's like like the products are contagious. And I'm like, if that's what they're spreading, I don't mind. Um, and then, you know, they come up and then like their face is glowing and they're really receptive. They start asking questions, they try things on. And then we usually wind up getting in deep conversations because I'm not one to back away from a deep conversation. Yes, I, st- <laughs> I, I know you are similar. Um, I'll lean in. I lean in. Uh-huh. Uh, and by the time they leave, like, they feel really good. And what I recognize is I want people to understand that you can be upset about what you see around you. You can be disappointed maybe with where you are in life. You can be disgusted with circumstances. Mm-hmm. But when you look outside and you see a butterfly, it's okay to smile. Mm-hmm. It's okay to see the beauty and see the pain at the same time. And if yes. you do that, you can actually be happy in an unhappy circumstance. Now, do we want to change our unhappy circumstances? Hell yes. Like, Mm -hmm. we do not need to be in states of pain, states of misery, states of depression. It's hard, um, especially when you're going through things that you don't really have as much control over. Mm -hmm. um, Especially when it's somebody else's, a loved one's health. Yep, there's like not really much you can do. Yeah. Uh, But you don't have to be joyless. You don't have to be. Um, And so that's what I wanted people to recognize. That when they're like, oh, I'm unhappy. Yes and no. Because I see right now you're actually happy. Like right now in this moment, just like one second, you're actually happy. 
And then they have to recognize, yeah, I am. Yeah. But I'm also like miserable. I'm going through a really miserable time right now. And I'm like, yeah, yeah you are. You yeah. are going through a really miserable time. And you are also happy right now. And it's okay to do both. It's okay. And by doing both, you can get yourself to the other side. Uh, it's when you can't see the light that it's really it's, hard. You have the decline, and yeah. you you always have you always have to aim to the light. That's one thing. Growing up, my mom she would have like um, almost no lights in the house. Like when it got dark outside, it was dark inside. Like oh I don't know. We have electricity, but we don't use it. She's like a candle person, and so <laughs> I remember like. One time I was like, I can't see anything. Like, can we flip a switch or something? And she's like, there's enough light here. You can see. And so I sat down, you know, because I couldn't walk anywhere because I couldn't see anything. <laughs> I, I sat down and I adjusted. I made an adjustment to the darkness around me and looked to see where the light was. And all of a sudden I could see. And so that's all I'm asking people to do, to give themselves the opportunity to pause in the dark places that they're at and allow themselves to make an adjustment so that you can see where the light is. And the minute you see the light, you just walk yourself towards it. I mean, you may be crawling. You can walk <laughs> towards it. You can let someone else help to drag you towards it. Yeah. I mean, we're you all... might be fucking dragged there. Yes, you might be yeah. dragged. Cause, ooh, yeah, if you're my friend, you get dragged, but lovingly. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll like hold you in my arms. I won't drag you on the floor. <laughs> <Same. laughs> I'll cut you like a baby. But yeah, yeah. That's, that's just really, you know, really important. Um, yeah. And that's really why I called it Happy Goods Unlimited Handmade Products for Happy People. Because if you see it and you like it, you're happy. No matter what's going on, you are happy because I have identified that only happy people <laughs> like these things. And I've come to find that every single person that has ever seen them has been happy. So we're all happy. We're all happy going through life. And life is not easy, but you can have joy along the way in the difficult parts. Oh, wow. A applause. That's so sweet. A standing ovation. I'm sitting down, but a standing ovation. <laughs> I ditto. Yes. Ditto. What you uh, said. <laughs> ditto is actually something that we use a lot in my family. So really? you, have, yeah, you, <laughs> you, you are now admitted. <laughs> I have officially been christened into your family. Yes, you have. <laughs> by using the word ditto. Um, I love that because like, you put on this cute little earring. You put on this necklace. It brings you a moment of happiness, regardless of what's going on around you. And Zoe, you get to make those things for people. I know. It's really nice. I know what that feels like, like being a hairdresser. I get to make people feel good. And then, you know, you sit back and you're like, Oh, like, I, I don't remember if you remember my face when I saw this necklace. I, I told my friends, I was like, I am looking for something that has a vibe to it. I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know. It's not going to be like gaudy. It's not going to be, I don't want it to be like 
ultra, ultra simple, but it can be, but there's just a vibe that I'm looking for. And I went throughout the whole fucking place. I went to this <laughs> lady who had like uh, n- necklaces that were made from like peep show tokens, which I actually really liked those, but I'm that just, sounds like, really just, cute. I will say. Yeah. yeah. They were, like actual peep show with like naked ladies on. And I'm like, I really like it, but it's not the the kind of gold color I want. It's not, and the necklace, the the actual, uh, you know, mechanics of the necklace. I'm not a fan of. So I love you, but I bought her earrings because those had the vibe. There we uh, go. But I'm like, I really want a necklace. And then I saw this necklace. Is this moonstone? It is. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it and I was like, this is it. This is it. <laughs> And I don't think I ever told you, uh, because you came with a big group too. We were all, oh my gosh, was was it a big group or were there other people? Just... There might've been other people that were there at the same time. That's what it yeah. was. Yeah. So like it was Zing, Emily, myself. And then I think while we were talking, two other girls came up and were looking at like the spaceship yeah, or the alien the, earrings. The UFO one. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, those UFO earrings are so popular. I have the UFO taking an alien because I've never understood why UFOs, why would aliens, oh no, not a UFO taking an alien, a UFO taking a unicorn. That's what it is. A UFO taking a like unicorn. Like it's picking it up? Yeah, it's picking it up because I never understood why would aliens come to Earth and take cows. Like this never registered <laughs> to me. It doesn't make any sense. I love milk. I love milk because it makes like cheese, but that's I about didn't it. No, that's where you were going. So that's yeah. So I've just been confused like my entire life. And then I had a customer this year, and I was telling her this because we we're talking about aliens. And she said, you know, Zoe, like they're taking them for their meat. And I paused and like the child in me was like, they're gonna eat them? <laughs> he was like, what else do you think is going on? Burgers are delicious. And <laughs> I was just horrified that these aliens would come and this like, want like cattle. Like it was just not okay <laughs> with me. I always thought they were like taking these cows and like taking out the milk and drinking the milk. <laughs> making cheese and it just like ruined my whole my whole visual and I'm so glad I've always made the aliens taking unicorns because that makes sense and <laughs> I don't want like a McDonald's in outer space like it's just it just wasn't okay <laughs> what I love is that that's what you instantly thought of I think the only reason I think that they're taking cows is because, like, usually UFO sightings are, like, in the farming area because, like, no cities kind of thing. Oh, but, see, that makes more sense. I, you should have told me this, and I should not well, have met the other woman because I like I like what you just said. That makes it's like, sense. Well, you know, UFOs are usually seen in the country, and there are cows in the country, more cows than humans. So, oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. So they're beaming up something, and it just happens to be the cow. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. As opposed to them eating meat. Nah. No. No. Come on. But I I love that you flipped it and had them beaming up a unicorn and turned it into like a, an earring. What's the material with those earrings? So I use a couple different ones. So for like the playful fun ones that are like cats and 
what do I do? I, I do magical things, animals, uh-huh. and foods for all the playful earrings. Yeah. So for those, it's either resin, acrylic, clay, and yeah, I think that's about it. Resin, acrylic, or clay. Yeah. Okay. I and like then, the the neon see-through ones. Yes, those are fun. I'm going to start it, working on a glow-in-the-dark series for next nice. year because I keep getting asking for the raves. People are like, I'm going to a rave. Does this glow in the dark? I'm like, that is an extra process that I don't want to submit to right now. These things already take a long time to make. Yeah. But I've gotten enough requests where I'm like, okay, I'll help you with the partying. I'll make sure these glow in the dark. You'll look good. And yeah, so that'll be for next year. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so fun. Would you add like the, the glow in the dark particulates and then you have to like mix it at a certain time? And I do. It's yeah, <sighs> it's a whole thing, but it's okay. It's something yeah. new and I do like doing new things. Oh, what I wanted to tell you about was your necklace. Oh, I totally okay. <laughs> I thought about UFOs. I am a big alien fan. I don't ever want to meet them. They don't need to come take me or anything. <laughs> I know they're up there. I approve. That's it. Um, okay. But when it comes to your necklace, so when I do the gemstone jewelry mm-hmm. um, and I'm doing like a smaller show, no, it doesn't matter. Small show, big show. I usually will do two or three unique um, unique designs. And what I mean by that is not something I'm going to do again. I'll cut the stone a certain way or do something different with it. And yours is one of them. So I remember putting it out in the morning. I was like, I wonder who's going to come and pick this. And I always feel like I made this for a specific person and it's meant for them. And I just get so excited. And so it was so nice. (laughs) You were the one who picked that piece. And I never get to tell you. And I think it was because the other group had come and it kind of gets busy. We were were talking about so much because you and Zing met each other at like a thing in the park or something and y'all were talking about that and um but that's so cool because I was I was going in I'm like I'm looking for a vibe and it's like an energy like I don't know what is it and then you put it out in the morning like I wonder who's gonna take this one of a kind piece oh my god that's so cool tell you that because you said what you said I was like oh wow this is so special yeah oh I love that Mm -hmm. okay we're all just feeling the vibes and energy and all that stuff we speaking are of, yeah, speaking of aliens have you seen nope yet okay so i just saw this movie on sunday no no monday so i wanted to see it earlier the day it came out i was ready and i said i was going to see it with a really good friend of mine and she was going to be traveling so we committed to the minute she came back we were going so she came back sunday night we went to the theater on monday I enjoyed it. I am not one who likes scary movies. Same. So his first movie, I had to wait till I was at home because I was like, I cannot do this in a crowded theater. No one is going to be happy that it came to the showtime that I came to. Um, so just for like humanity's sake, I'm just going to do this at home. And oh be a good God. neighbor. Um, but that movie <laughs> was great. I loved, I loved it. it. It had just, it had a couple jump scares. Mm, it did. Okay, so fast forward a minute or a minute and a half if you haven't seen the movie Nope yet and you don't want to get anything spoiled for you, but I'm going to wait. Okay. When the kids with the costumes came in, yes. uh, you, you don't see it at first. And then all of a sudden, 
you see it like ducking down by like the feed bin. And I screamed. I'm in the theater by myself in the second fucking row, dude. No, you're too close. (laughs) I I couldn't. It was full. And um, there were four teenage girls next to me. Here I am like a full ass grown adult in the theater. I'm screaming. (laughs) You know what? If you were going to scream at any point, that was the time. Because I literally started saying, nope, nope, yep. nope, we cannot do nope, this. Nope, yep, yep. We cannot do this. Yeah. And that... I think my friend, she screamed like three times. So <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yes. Three times. It was that when the fucking uh, praying mantis came over the, the mm-hmm. thing. It like, it like, it. <laughs> because what is that? Because you're know. sitting on the edge of your seat. And then all of a sudden you're watching, <laughs> you're watching this video feed pointed at the sky and then this praying mantis head just pops you're like the alien's so small but it's there we see it it just it was it was done at the perfect time i love jordan peele's stuff i love that it's not like a horror horror movie like he doesn't do that he does like suspenseful stuff and i love that um and i loved so much about it but i you know this isn't a movie podcast but i could talk forever about that movie and why you know we went he went into the backstory of the the neighboring ranch's past and then why he wanted to interact with you know whatever but hopefully this didn't spoil too much if i told people go a minute and a half or whatever i don't think it did we just talked no. about like one scary part and that was it yeah no plot yeah was no plot it was really done well and like creepy in some aspects too. Um, it was. And I will yeah. say to get to food after we were done watching the movie, I wanted to go to fat burger, which I don't know if you've ever been to a fat burger before. Um, it used to be the best burger. I don't know. Maybe there are other people out there who have a different opinion, but it has drastically changed oh, and it made no. me, re- it just made me remember, I don't know if they got like new ownership or something like that, but it's no longer a fat burger. First of all, a fat burger is supposed to be fat. That's the first <laughs> thing. <laughs> that, number one. <laughs> number one, fat. Fat. Give me the meat. That's what I came for. That girl um, needs to be thick. Thick with three triple, C's triple and C. A's. <laughs> and like a whole row of eyes like we're talking about meaty um yeah. and then it kind of ruined the experience for me because i grew up having fat burger and it just wasn't a fat burger anymore and yeah i just wanted to say like please fat burger if you're listening can you make your burgers fat again <laughs> i this reminded me of Every time that I've been in the Los Angeles area, granted, it's just twice, uh, like two vacations, I've wanted to have In-N-Out and never had it. Don't do it. I <gasps> no. I Okay. Really? This may be controversial. I don't know. I'm like literally looking around, making sure no one's <laughs> listening to me. And then I realize, Is this wall going to come out and throw yeah. hands? Um, but In-N-Out, again, I grew up In-N-Out. Uh, there was an In-N-Out that was maybe like... 15 blocks away from our house and if we were going to okay. do like something fun we either go to in and out or we go to johnny rockets and we know the right mm. time to go so that we don't have the line because it's right there so we're not going to stand in that long line we know when to go so we go mm. we get our burgers we get our fries we get our shake and 
In-N-Out burger has changed a little. Their fries are not, they've never been the best. There are some people who like say it's the holy grail of fries. It's not. Um, but if you like very thin fries that like fall down and they don't have any taste, then yes. Um, but- <laughs> if you uh, like fries and- that aren't good, then sure, go to In-N-Out. <laughs> <laughs> sure. And that's okay. There's things that I like that other people probably don't think it's good. I can't think of anything right now because I have very good taste. But I know that there are, <laughs> I know that there are things. <laughs> if you're around me long enough, we well, can figure it out together. Um, when it comes <laughs> to fries, no. Um, what makes the In-N-Out burger is that special secret sauce. That okay. secret sauce is good. But if you took that secret sauce away, it, it's just it's just not. It's just not there. And that's kind of a little sad, too. And you're actually really hungry after eating the In-N-Out burger as well, which is never a good sign. Oh, it's, no. It's, no. Which burger that, are you getting? What's, what's it called? Animal I've style or all. whatever? Yeah. I've had them all. Um, but I would say if you've never been, it's nice to go because then you can, like, check it off your list. You know, mm-hmm. like, you had the burger. Um, <laughs> you know, but it's something to go regularly. Nah. No. So yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, I went to San Francisco in 2015, LA last year, and LA this year. Mm-hmm. I went, and there was this in and out on the Fisherman's Wharf in San Francisco, and I'm like, let's go sometime. Oh yeah, sure. We never went. Oh, Same, oh yeah, I want to go. Oh yeah, let's go. Never went. Oh, I want to go. Let's go. Nope. All three times. <laughs> It's a sign. So, it's, it's a, a sign. sign. So I yeah. think it's going to be like, it's going to be my bit. I'm just not going to ever, I'm going to be like, <laughs> I'm just not going to go to In-N-Out now. You're, I mean, if somebody wants me to try it, they're going to have to buy it, blindfold me, <laughs> make me eat it. So I don't break the, break the record. <laughs> I will say, uh, I think the best burgers that I've had in LA, oh, from one place whose name I can't remember. Oh well, um, I, I went there. Super once. helpful. It was really good. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and then the other places have all been actually from uh, vegan places. Ooh. For some reason, every vegan restaurant I've went to, their burgers are phenomenal, and that's within the last uh, two years. So I don't know what's going on in the industry. Actually, yeah, I know a little bit. They are stepping up their game. The vegan burgers are better. They're like thick. They're juicy. They've got all. Well, I like like caramelized onions. Oh fuck yeah! I want, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. You got to have the caramelized onions. You have yeah. got to have it. And then yeah. if you put it on some like brioche bun too. Ooh mm. my gosh! Oh mm. my gosh! And then you got the right mustard. The right got that bruche. <laughs> yes, I called it bruche for you the longest to time it. to be silly. <laughs> Oh, I was like, you I like that brouche bun. <laughs> it sounds nice to me. It sounds fancy. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> I will take the brouche bun. I will. The brouche. Yeah. Did you guys grow up making burgers at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because what we would do is we get like the meat, season up, let it mm. sit. Then you take your cheese and you put it in the middle. You also take, yeah, you put in the middle. You also take some red onions. You put it in that too. You're also going to make onions on the side, but put those onions in there. In the burger. In the burger. Just put it in. Just put it in. I need to come over for dinner next time I'm out there. And you can. Actually, you would have a lot lot of fun. 
and I would have a lot of fun, which means it should actually happen. <laughs> when you know both people are going to have fun, then it's a party. Yes. Um, and you make them, again, the patty needs to be big. Like, yeah. when you bite it, your mouth should be open wide. It should not be like, like if you're <laughs> nibbling on something. Yeah, I do have to say, sometimes if it's like, okay, so there's this place in the Midwest called Culver's. Have you oh, heard of Culver's? I have never heard of Culver's. Okay, so Culver is the last name. And so it's Culver's. But it's Wisconsin-based and famous for their butter burger. Oh, what is that? Yeah. So it's cooked in butter. Okay. Like you fry it in butter and everything. Uh -huh. But what comes with that is it's like crispy on the outside. Mm -hmm. And it's not that thick because actually they might put butter in in the meat like they oh, might put that's a little scary but okay i'm listening it's, it doesn't feel like too much it's just a really tasty burger okay but if a good burger is done well and it's thin and crispy that's actually yeah. pretty good i will say that because it has flavor yes yeah yeah, yeah. flavor and keeps the juiciness you know if mm -hmm. it's too dry and it's thin it's like uh, mm. and having, then if it's big but it doesn't taste like anything it's i mean we're doing a goldilocks here like it needs to be just right <laughs> yeah it just needs to be right my goddaughters were just talking about goldilocks but she's uh what the one is three and she's like and you know what happened she went to the next one and it was just tight <laughs> interesting so cute that's adorable. talking about the, the bed talking about yeah the bed. Yeah. Okay. So we've got some questions from our Discord. Ooh. Let's listen. <laughs> Benjamin asks, what is the tastiest shape? I mean, I immediately go to a circle. It may be because we talked about burgers. Yes. Um, <laughs> this is possible. Um, <laughs> and so I'm going to stick with that. Uh, though I don't think if we... Yeah, I don't think that would have been what I would have said if you had not been talking about these round burgers. I think triangle for me. Because, like, a chip. Yeah. That makes you sense. know? But, yeah, I instantly thought of circle because of the, because the of burger. The burger we were talking about. This is from Beck. How do you plan for meals when the business is busy? Ooh, okay. So this is... We even ran into very, this tonight a little yeah. bit. <laughs> That's a very good question. So, one, I love what I do. And because of that, generally, it doesn't seem like work, which is something I've uh, had to come to terms with because uh, that means that you can work almost like 18 hours a day and <laughs> Oops. feel great. Yep. Um, so when it comes to food, I actually really do love food. I love cooking food. Um, I've always grown up like making my own meals mm. um, or, you know, make meals for family. So I just cook, but cooking takes time. Mm -hmm. um, and what I've come to find, um, there's three, probably three different things that have helped a lot. Um, one, my mom will cook, which she's a great cook and she makes in bounty. So there will be extras and extras are called. Now I have like two days or three days worth of food, which is lovely. <laughs> um, that's wonderful. 
Um, and that's really nice to be able to have that extra support. Most people don't. Um, mm-hmm. So that I will say that's good. Uh, two, Trader Joe's um, is amazing. And I wouldn't, I don't really get their prepacked food, like their mm. prepackaged meals. But what I like about it was the way that they do their vegetables. Everything's kind of already ready to go. Oh, cool. Um, okay. And so what I mean by that, like, is if I get like their mixed greens, like I just have to take those out and put it on the plate. And then they're really nice. Like I get three or four different kind of like lettuces in there. And then I could just open up the can. So I'm literally telling you what I would do. I just realized, okay, well, <laughs> here we go. That's a so I can open open up the can of beets, which they have like uh, seasoned already. So they're like um, soaking oh, in nice. like basil and all these other seasonings. And when you take out these beets, oh my gosh. Like to do that for me, I w- it would have been take two days for me to like prep <laughs> those beets. But these beets Is are ready. The- 365 brand or whatever it's called um, i don't know this is all at trader joe's so it's all okay. under like trader joe's brand so like i'm used to make, oh that's whole doing... foods never mind. no this is all... i was like Sorry. i don't know about that i just walk into trader joe's and get what i like so like with beets <laughs> you would have to take them because if i'm going to do them fresh i'd have to take them put them in the pot then boil them you know yeah. then i have to skin them then you know your hands are going to get all red or pink or whatever you call it cool yeah one of those hues and so it's just a lot. So I put those beets in there. Then I can take out the feta cheese. The feta cheese also comes seasoned, so it's nice and crumbled, ready to go. Put that on there. Oh. And I can take out the raisins, and it's multiple different types of raisins. I get, like, the assortment. Put that on there. Then I do my cucumber. I have, like, this little pickle jar that has multiple different types of pickles in it, which is delicious. I put some pickles on there. Then oh they have a delicious fig and balsamic vinaigrette, so I can Shut pour up. that on top of there. Then I can put actual figs because they sell the whole figs. You just cut those up really quick, put that on there. All of a sudden now you have this delicious salad. I put on a piece of salmon, you know, five, ten minutes. And, you know, salmon, it's butter. You put some dill, you know, whatever kind of things you want to do. And then you have like a really delicious, delicious dinner. And it took me like 15 minutes. Now, is that how I want to eat every day? No, I'll tell you how I want to eat every day. <laughs> I want to make myself like, oh my gosh, Hungarian goulash. Have you ever had Ooh, Hungarian? Oh, no. really? Oh my God. Oh, it's I so just good. like whispered. I didn't <laughs> yeah, I didn't really pick it up. But that's how I, intense you feel about Hungarian goulash. You're like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. Um, <laughs> so like dishes like that, they take longer. Yeah, um, and those you just kind of have to do those on like special occasions. So when I'm busy, what I do is I say I want to eat really well and I want to eat healthy. Yeah. So how can I eat well and healthy in as short amount of time as possible? Steamed mm-hmm. vegetables, literally, I don't have to stand there. I can just cut them up in big chunks, put them on the you know in the little what do I, what is it colander? What is that thing called? Yeah, colander. Yeah, colander. Okay, put them in there. Or a steamer, like the one that actually, like, goes in the top of the... Yeah, exactly. So whichever one you want to use, put it in there. And all of a sudden, you can have an array of vegetables. You put squash, zucchini, carrots, Mm. broccoli. Oh, gosh, you just pull that out. I'm a grilled grilled veggie girl. There we go, grilled veggies. The only thing is, like, you have to stand there with the grilled veggies. The baked, though, you can just put it inside. The bake yeah. is nice and you can you can just toss it in anything and boom. Yeah. So when I'm busy, mm-hmm. I just cook with intention. 
The intention is that I want to be full. My tongue is like very demanding that everything tastes good. And um, I like bounty. <laughs> so it needs to be a variety of different things. I don't want to look at the plate and be bored because like that's pointless. I mean, we're going to have to eat <laughs> every day. It might as well be interesting. Yeah. Um, that salad luckily, that you described yeah. earlier mm-hmm. sounds incredible. Yeah. And you, it doesn't like take, it doesn't even take two minutes. You just do it and you just put it together. Yeah. Just put it together. So that's all yeah. it is. It's, but you have to make sure that you have the right things. And so yeah. that's one thing I just like to make sure that I have the right, the right materials. So the right food choices in the pantry. Cause then when you want to get something and you want to eat, you're not like opening up the refrigerator. Like, what do I do? I don't have any. <laughs> Cause that's what will happen. You don't have the right things. Yeah. So you need to make sure you have access to the right things if you can. And access is like a whole nother issue. It's not, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. It's like, that could be, you could do a whole series on access. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We learned so much in my intro to sociology class. Props to my instructor. Holy crap. She, you know, she, she's like, um, we're very lucky. You go to like downtown wherever, just a different section of New York, and they don't have any grocery stores within yeah. a 15 minute walk. You yeah. know, we're very lucky. And like the fresh foods, and we talked about that a little bit with Justine, just the access to fresh. Oh, foods. yeah. That was a great podcast, brother. That was really good. I love that. Yeah. Show. Yeah. And um, it's, it's very important. I remember we were in Brooklyn and there was this whole foods just in the middle of the, the fucking area. And I'm like, what? This is weird. Oh wait, no, it's not. Where else would they put it? And then I had to like expand my mind and think what good that grocery store is doing for the community. You know, like you could walk there in 15 minutes, you know, it's just right in the center of Brooklyn. Yeah. I agree. And that, kind of makes it really difficult in LA because there's certain places you drive in LA and you'll see like the grocery store but the is not a it's not um it's a store that has the means to survive Mm -hmm. and that is kind of sad because you go in there there's no fruit there's very little vegetables everything is like pre-packed and cans or bags whatever um and if you don't know there are other options then you don't know and so you aren't taught either you know i think in school that would be a huge benefit especially in impoverished areas and larger cities to to teach uh, about cooking and food and other places besides, you know, a corner bodega to get something, you know, even if it's vegetables, if it's canned, that's still vegetables, but exactly. to be able to expand your mind, um, to have more options is is imperative. We could talk forever about this stuff. Yeah, we, could. we could. And we'll wrap that up with that one. So, uh Allie asks go to beverage while working water um Same. it's yeah it's 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 water yeah water. there we go I didn't well you're outside in, too <laughs> i am and even when At i'm markets. in the studio because i didn't grow up drinking soda that was one thing um 
I remember it's the same thing like with the candy. It's like, yeah. wow, this is amazing. I have it once a year. <laughs> um, and then with juices, like my grandfather, he would do freshly squeezed juice or he would like take all the fruit and put it in the blender <sighs> and here's your juice. So I'm used to like real juice. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the juices in the grocery store are not like that. And sometimes I make an exception, but um, yeah, it's just not, it's just not actual juice. No, it's not the same. So my go-to is water and then I keep hydrated and yeah, yeah, Yeah. better. Yeah. Same. Uh, Also, it's a lot of coffee for me. Um. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I drink a ton of water and a ton of flavored hot water as well. Yeah. Those are are the key things. All right. Uh, favorite meal or restaurant to celebrate success? Oh, that's such a lovely that's question. Asked, yeah, that's asked by Maya. Okay. So, hmm, favorite restaurant is probably Tara's Himalayan cuisine. That's mm. Tara, T-A-R-A. I'm just throwing that out there. If you can go there, oh my gosh, I want to go there right now. Just thinking about mm-hmm. it. Um. She gets all of her spices from the Himalayas, and she is from there originally. I think she's been open at her location for 20-something years now. It might be even 30-something years. The food is incredible. Whenever I go, I actually order, like, four extra dishes. I can take <laughs> those home. Um it's just so good. So that would be my go-to if I'm going to yeah. celebrate something. Um, there's a lot of that food too. You can extend it by adding your own stuff or just mixing a lot of rice with it. So I was going to say, or adding rice, the Mm. rice, Ooh, Mm. rice. Ooh. Okay. Mm. Yeah. We like the rice. We do. Um, and then I think, oh, for a breakfast, I love making waffles and I love making, uh, pancakes. Yeah. So that's like your celebratory breakfast. Oh, yes. If I have done something amazing, I am having waffles or pancakes in the morning, uh, Belgian waffles, and then those pancakes. Oh, yeah. Pancakes on the side. We're going to make like we're either going to take a pear or a peach or something. We're going to put some cinnamon on that. Let that simmer on the stove. Oh, yeah. And then we're going to put it right on top with whipped cream, Mm. fresh maple syrup. Ooh, then if we have like, ooh, okay, let me not get into it anymore. Yeah, it's it's good. It's good. Mm -hmm. Do you remember me talking about the fried apples that my mom would make? Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. So I think it's actually just country fried apples, but I I was calling it like brown sugar apples or maple fried apples or something. Um, But yeah, my brother, uh, a couple Christmases ago or this last Christmas... I don't remember. He made, he like, you slice them up thin and then you put them in a cast iron skillet and then you like put some brown sugar in there with, you know, a vegetable oil or butter. I think butter. And then, uh, oh, with some cinnamon. It's mm, mm, so, so good. good. Yeah. You know, you know, you saying that it's making me think of something that is not exactly the same at all. I mean, it's not exactly the same at all. I don't know. <laughs> How this came up, but if you ever have an opportunity to get Zindru chili oil, so it's Zindru, Z-I-N-D-R-E-W, okay. that has actually been my go-to chili oil. I met them at the 626 Night Market, and 
I ran out of the chili oil and it, it was like making every day like heaven on earth. And I said, you know what? It's okay. We can find another chili oil. And for the next three months, I went on a chili oil hunt. I've tried every chili oil at Trader Joe's, Ralph's, Whole Foods, and some like other like regular grocery markets. Oh, and then like the 99 market. Like, so I went to like actual Asian markets. So I was like, let's get some chili oil. That is the best chili oil I've ever, ever had. And so after the two-month search, when I couldn't find anything that compared, I just went there and was like, I need six of your biggest bottles. <laughs> and they thought I was joking, and I was not. And I, You're like, this I, girl's going to stock up. Yeah, okay. and that was enough for like three months, and then I went back more. It's so good. So, yeah, I just think it might have been on. I don't know how I thought of that, but yeah. It's Probably the like the, the seasoning down of ingredients and yeah, the thought of how they make the chili was. oil. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's probably the same reason why your grandfather's juice was so good is because it's like homemade. There's no preservatives. They don't have to like yep. put it on a shelf. You know, it's yep. they run out after each weekend, you know. Yeah. Um, now, chili oil, is that just oil or does it have like the little stuff in it too? So it has the stuff in it as well. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. And they're actually a couple. They sell online and they started, I think they started a year ago. And I just remember them saying like, oh, this is the best chili oil. And I thought it was so cute because, you know, every creator thinks that they've made the best thing. And I was like, oh, you guys are so sweet. Coming from an um, artist. <laughs> yes. No, it's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh. I'm like, you know, this is the best. But inside, I actually know it's the best. And I have customers <laughs> who come back and tell me, like, you told me, like, this was the best. You told me, like, I could wear this jewelry in the shower and it was never going to tarnish. Like, you told me all this. And now I know it's real. <laughs> and so I basically, for the first time, had that experience where I'm like, oh, that's so cute. It's the best. Okay, I'm going to try it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you were right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best chili oil. I had like a fangirl experience and I really now that you brought it up, yeah, you're right. I had the experience that people have with my products. I had it with the chili oil, which makes sense because I'm a foodie. So there we go. <laughs> that's where I would have the experience if I was gonna fangirl, it would be with chili yeah. oil. Oh my goodness, that sounds incredible. Uh what kind of bottle does it come in? Um I would say that it's like a pretty i'm like let me go into the refrigerator and see <laughs> <laughs> it's like a glass bottle but not like the ones that break so i don't know yeah. what that yeah i don't know what the, yeah i don't know why i was picturing it like those olive oil bottles that have like the cool like herbs and stuff in it i don't know why oh, i was picturing this, that this is like a nice big with a nice uh, they have a gold uh gold lid oh it's mm. really cute actually i She's told sturdy them, like, She's sturdy. She's sturdy because she could be shipped. So she's she's got to be. <laughs> she's and got she's to gotta be. she's gotta be prepared to be taken out all the time. So there we go. <laughs> Love that. Well, uh Emily that we know, this will transition into this question. Best like, market. Hello, Emily. Hello, Emily. <laughs> best market you've sold at and best food you've had at that market, which is tying Ooh. into this. Okay, so. The best food I've had at a market's very different than the best market I've sold. Okay. At. So, okay. Um, I think, let's see. Her living in the LA area, she's probably like, where should I go? Oh, I I mean, if you just want to know where to go, DM me on Instagram and I will tell you. I've got <laughs> I've got the locations for you. Okay. Yeah. 
don't be shy. Um, but <laughs> I think um, the best event that I've sold at is probably like at the comic convention. So I'm like a nerd at heart. If you tell Ooh. me like your first name starts with H and your last name starts with P, I know you are Harry Potter. Like that's that's how I am. Um, and the <laughs> anime conventions or comic conventions in LA are really fun. Um, anime Expo is like probably the biggest one I go to. Nice. And that's where I've been doing that one for, it's been 12 years now. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's been 12 years. And so, like, all the people who started with me originally come back at that show. Like, that's the meet show where I get to, like, hug a thousand people. And it's just really lovely and it's so much oh, that's fun. Awesome. And it just really makes my heart, like, overjoyed because yeah. you, you can see, like, the progression. And it's just, it's just really nice. It's just, like, it's home for me. Yeah. Um, and then where I've had the best food, oh, no, though. Okay, so I also like food. I, there was a place in mind. Let's just go with the place in mind. I just started thinking of like all the places I've had the best food. I'm like, wait a second, we can't. It's too one. much. It's too much. Um, there's this lovely. Oh, I don't know the name. Sorry. Um, there's this lovely place in San Diego. Um, it's in close to like La Jolla, okay. and um, they have the best breakfast i've ever had and the reason i don't know the name is because i'm in the booth at um the la jolla it's like the art and wine festival and so my mom would go and yep. get the breakfast uh -huh. and i've never asked her because we're only here like once a year like yeah. why would i need to know the food is so good that you close your eyes and eat oh, like you no. you're you're eyes closed it's like i have to close out from the any, rest of the world how do you think how do you eat anything after that i you can't really all <laughs> you can do all you can do is be grateful for the experience <laughs> and ask if someone can go back and get more for the next day that's about it um and i remember <laughs> the line's always really long because she'd be of gone course. for a while and if you come back and say okay I'll be, have to go back in like 30 minutes. Um, but that food is good. And yeah, if you really do want to know the name and you live in La Jolla, you can also DM me and I will find out. But yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really good. That brought up a memory. I used to live the booth life too. My mom had a little alpaca business with like fiber arts and stuff. Aww. And I remember going, doing like the food trips for her. <laughs> that is so cute. If we did it, a, uh, did we do it a powwow? I don't remember. But I grew up going to powwows, so like fry bread and uh, other s stuff at that. So like some of the most basic burgers you've ever had or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, sometimes at the, at the little artist markets, they'd have, sometimes they'd have like little mini donuts. Mm -hmm. It was... And it doesn't matter where you go. Many donuts are great. Always. Always. Uh, <laughs> Ian asks, why are sweet potato fries the superior form of fry? Wow. First of all, how did you know that I know that sweet potato pie fries are the superior form? Because I could not have that opinion. Um, but I do have that opinion. Uh, I just think it's the sweet like that's that's what it is you know it's, mm -hmm. it's sweet um mm -hmm. it can be hit or miss though 
It could if someone doesn't know how to make it. And yeah. Or maybe I shouldn't say doesn't know how to make it. Someone doesn't make it to the specifications that your tongue desires. Then yes, uh, it can be a hit or miss. But they're delicious. Um, they're mm-hmm. great with the ketchup. Mm, so good. Just a little yes. bit extra kind of sweetness yes. on there. Um, and if you can't get a good sweet potato fry, then um, regular fries fine too. Yeah. Yeah. I've had it where they're really soggy and I think it's because most places make them from frozen you know oh I wouldn't even think of that see because that's Mm -hmm. just not yeah you're right though Mm -hmm. yeah it's a frozen I mean I think a lot of like chains even fries but there there must be a higher moisture content in yams than in potato potatoes because they're the tendency for them to be soggy is greater but oh they're so good uh, so yeah. good well zoe we've come to the end um, I'm, I'm like not sad because it was such a good time yeah well i did want to ask you is there anything that you want to share with um with the audience so just think of any demographic about growing up with uh immigrant parents in the united states um hmm. deep question wow <laughs> Yeah. Specifically with food. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you're right. This is a food podcast. Cause I was like, wow, my brain just went to a whole bunch of different places. <laughs> what I will say is, I mean, we could talk about, you know, intersectionality and everything, but everything, you know. but no, just not right now, especially <laughs> no, not at the no. end because it'd have to be at the beginning for yeah. us to cover all of that. Oh, I could talk um, about intersectionality for fucking days. <laughs> <laughs> really could. Um, yeah. I would say the, best message that I could give or the message that I think of immediately would be to share. Mm. Um, It's really important that when we have uh, different ways of looking at things, um, different perspectives, different backgrounds, which Uh if you think about it, we all do. Like literally every single one of us, no matter where you come from, how you've been raised, you have a different perspective from the person right next to you. Um, even if you've both been growing up in the same city on the same street. Yeah. Um, so sharing is really important because it gives other people an opportunity to expand their awareness. And it also gives you an opportunity to expand your awareness because the moment that you share, someone shares with you. Mm-hmm. It just naturally happens. Unless you're like, listen, I'm having the most horrible day of my life. Please leave me the hell alone. <laughs> and if that's what's going on, that's fine. Please, yeah. that's good. Please leave them alone so that they can find their peace. Please respect um, boundaries. <laughs> literally, let us respect it. But yeah, just share and be excited about what you're sharing about. Don't um, feel insecure. Um, it took me a little while to be able to feel okay with being as authentic as I wanted to be with strangers mm. um, just because I am really quirky. Like, <laughs> so quirky. I was literally told by a, a girl one time, she came to the booth and she was like, you know, I like you. And I said, oh, thank you. She said, yeah, because like your character is like so abnormal. And I <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean... The word weird is one of my favorite words. So yeah, I'll accept that. Um, abnormal is kind of strong, but okay. You're like Zoe Deschanel with an afro. 
There we go. I will take that. Yeah, yeah. I love this pro too. So yeah. yeah, so I'm it's so I before I was like, you know, sometimes it seems like I'm a little too much for people. <laughs> and, and then yeah. I realized when I wasn't just being like the full, like the full smile, not the half smile, the full smile. It wasn't as fun. No. And, then, and the other people, they weren't having as fun, as much fun either. So, you know, if you <laughs> if you go and you just share yourself yeah. and someone someone's going to get something out of it no matter what. And share if they yourself. get something, yeah. Yeah. Share, share your yourself. experience with mm-hmm. food. And so Taylor was talking about this, how we can like sharing food and being gracious with the food that we were uh, familiarized, familiarized with <laughs> um, as kids, it's it sort of like, oh, wow, you had this growing up? Exactly. It's like, let me show you something I made. Let me show you something I had experience with. Let me show you my culture. Even if it, even if you are on the same street, it's a different culture. It People is. Make... Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, and it's a great way of getting new recipes. There is a reason yeah. why. I, yeah, there's a reason why I can cook for myself all the time because I know so many different ways of cooking because I grew up with it. And then when I share, someone's like, "Hey, let me show you this." Like I've picked up so many different things from friends um, just because I shared, and they wanted to share back with me. So share it, just share it. There you go. Just share it. I love it. Share your happiness. Share the intentionality, share your food, share your life. Love it so much. Well, last but not least, the question, if you were a snack, what snack would you be? Okay. So I do like, if I'm snacking, like I'm snacking. So I'm going to tell you what it would be. And it may seem like a lot, but here we go. (laughs) So it's going to be strawberries, but like with a side bowl of whipped cream to dip and then a side bowl of melted chocolate to dip and then another bowl of mixed nuts and then a big bowl of peaches and like blueberries and kiwi like that would literally be me as a snack it's like that's also (laughs) the guianan uh candy that's the yes. that's the only candy you would access. There to. we go. And that's what I was going to say. It's like all the sweet things that you can consider are healthy for you kind of. <laughs> it, it works and there's so much by the time you're done you're like, "Why would I have wanted anything else?" And I think <laughs> it kind of gets back to being yourself. You can be as much as you want. And then when someone's done like enjoying it, they're like like, I would never have managed to experience anything different than what I just experienced. That was amazing. Can we do it again? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love that so much. It has been a pleasure getting to know you on another level besides the wonderful energy that we exchanged in, uh, in West Hollywood. Yeah, this I agree been, with that, Anna. This has been great. I look forward to our friendship growing and blossoming from here. Definitely. And please, when you're in LA, we will actually cook together. I'm, 100%. I'm not, yeah. It's yeah. happening. The pots happening. are already exciting. I just heard them. They applauded. <laughs> <laughs> it's the the animated uh, housewares from Beauty and the Beast. In Beauty and the Beast, yeah. That I'm like, where am I going with this? Songs. 
No, that is my one of my favorite songs. I literally will sing that song as I'm cooking. So yeah. Be our guest? Yes, I would Holy do it. Shit. I'm not doing it now because I learned that if you sing a certain amount on the podcast, you have to pay. So there we go. I'm not, not Did you know that I was, I was in that musical? <gasps> in our no. local production? Yeah. I was a cello. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was a standing dancing cello. I just love all the connections. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> great. Oh. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us. This has been Snacks on Snacks, and we will cha- chat, talk, chit-chalk with you next week. All right. Bye-bye. Isn't that amazing? It's so cute. (laughs) Now recording. All right. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome to Snacks on Snacks, a podcast where we talk about the things in our... The things? (laughs) It works. Yes. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome to our our podcast. I can't talk. (laughs) Good outtakes. Yes. Well, I listened to a podcast called Welcome to Our Podcast. Oh, literally that the name is podcast okay well i mean it's cute and it's different yeah okay uh